0: Hello. (laughs) That was going to be a seamless, uh, our seamless intro.
1: I think that's, I think that's fine. Yeah,
0: it's good. I enjoyed it. Good. Are we still recording?
1: Yeah, yeah. Of course, we're still recording. So this
0: is it, Tom. (laughs) Yes, this is the podcast. The podcast. The TNT podcast. The TNT podcast. It started with the name. That's where it all came from. I thought you can't have a such a cool name. It's taken me years to realize that our initials together make TNT. So why are we here? What are we doing? Um, so I've done a few podcasts. I know, yeah, I've done a few podcasts before, and I know that you love podcasts. Everyth- I do, I do yeah. love podcasts.
1: I I listen to podcasts most of the time.
0: And with us doing the YouTube channel and doing lots of content for the school for the children and things like that, I think the natural progression was to then do something a little bit different. What, like chat nonsense? Just chat nonsense, for people yeah. people to listen to. Yeah, exactly They're so right. lucky. Yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for an absolute treat. So they might get some school-related stuff. Yeah, we might talk a little bit about school. I'm sure we will. Our work lives. Yeah, definitely. But also we're going to try and talk about everything in between. Have we got anything else to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I think so. There's obviously running. We're probably going to talk about running quite a bit. Yes, we
1: will talk about running. Um <laughs> we love running. <laughs> because you're on a what streak are you on? Wow, today will be day 170.
0: So that's incredible. In
1: inspired <laughs> by a, a a woman on Twitter actually, someone I've never met before called Zoe Enza.
0: Does she know that y- she's inspired you? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I saw her run streak after Christmas and I don't know we're getting into things now, but I just want to do a shout out to Zoe because um I saw her run streak after Christmas and saw that she was on over a hundred days of running messaged her said zoe what's all this about and she told me and from that day i began my running streak
0: and uh you know a couple of weeks away from nearly half a year it's inspirational Like, I think that, well, you must know that you've inspired other people because other people have messaged you and kind of said, oh, you've inspired me to go and because I've seen other people kind of like message you and stuff. Yeah, and I think,
1: you know, later on in the podcast, we'll talk about the the Strava group and kind of how um, we've got a real community. It's amazing, really, how all of these different things that we've done have created little pockets of communities, some with people who we know and love (laughs) and kind of see... Uh, often and some with people who we have you never just, met, yeah, you've just never and met, and still love. <laughs> I think <and laughs> I
0: never see. Uh, we'll talk, we will talk about it a little bit more when we talk about the Strava group, but it's true, isn't it? Like with running and things like social media is often your, your kind of your biggest um, inspiration for running, and the people mm. that support you most are the people that you don't know. I've found that anyway, that people that I know are like. I don't want to hear you talk about running, Miller. Yawn. Yeah, just like boring. <laughs> this is so dull. But other people that are really into running and things like that, uh, they're the ones that support you most. But they're the, probably the people that you don't know yeah. as, as well. Yeah. So, um But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, how's your week been? It's been a. It's uh, my weeks are interesting
1: at the moment because obviously uh, I've got to run a school. But also, obviously. Uh, uh, you know, I've got to look after my three babies. You know, six, four and two year old at <laughs> home and uh, having to look after them on a Monday and a Tuesday um, is uh, is challenging, but also a bit of a gift.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even imagine because obviously we're at two ends of the scale. My children are kind of like a little bit more grown up. Lily's 17. She got a provisional driving license like a week ago. That's I scary, I know it is, yeah. And Evie's kind of like... I don't know. I don't even know how old she is. She's this weird entity that lives in my house in a dressing gown, <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of like comes out <laughs> for food, does her work. And that's the, like during lockdown. I think that I ha- I had high hopes at the start of lockdown. I think that I think we all had <laughs> a very positive outlook, and that's
1: changed <laughs> over time. Still positive. Yeah. Still positive, but different.
0: Yeah, I I thought that it would be kind of like, you know, we'd all get up in the morning, we'd spend some time having breakfast, it'd be great family time. Like, people would get changed and dressed, (laughs) like, that just didn't happen. And I think, like, we're not bothered. As long as they're doing their work, and Evie is, she's like, get the laptop, but then she'll just wander off back to bed with it. And just do her work while she's in bed <laughs> and then that'll be it. But um, I think I'm I've made my peace with that. You were quite routined at the start. You had like a have you still got your kind of like your timetable and stuff I no,
1: no, I've changed that. So the teacher in me um was everything was mapped out to the minute, um and over time I I've said this um lots of times on my updates to parents home is not school and I'm saying that as a teacher and a head teacher home is not school school is not home and so there's going to be some variation so trying to run home like school and school like home is just just not going to work it's just just not no it's not it's not
0: out of the three which ones which child is the biggest challenge so you've got Lila Coco and Drew yeah which one's the biggest challenge so Lila six
1: Drew four Coco two I'd say because of the learning, Lila is Lila is the biggest challenge. Yeah, and I think you know there's times when she's very positive about her learning, uh, but there's also times when she um, just doesn't want to. She just doesn't want to do it, and to motivate her and engage her in uh, that learning, uh, you know, I can empathise with with every parent at home who's uh, who's struggling with motivating their child because. Um, Yeah, Lila at times really struggles with it. And at those times, it's really important to acknowledge it, to take a step back and not pull your hair out if you had any. Um, And I definitely don't. Um, And um, just accept that she needs a break and do something different and we might come back to it later or we might just move on.
0: So did you want to uh, you're back on Twitter. Back on Twitter with a boom. This is yes. what I wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah. So I had a break.
0: Yeah. I
1: needed a break. Yeah. Um I was frustrated by the messages coming out in the media, by the speculation from uh people who didn't really know what was going to be happening with schools and I just needed a bit of time out from it. So took 3 weeks. And just switched off the radio, switched off the, uh, switched off twi- twi- switched off the Twitter, the Twitter, <laughs> and um, and yeah, just um, took a bit of time to um, focus on planning to get the school um, ready, and um, just to kind of detox really from the noise. But then this week you came back with a bang, <laughs> bang. Big bang. So, yeah, a couple of questions. I sent out some questions to Twitter um, to ask about a live experience. Um, Since the uh, announcement from the government that uh, children from years two to year five wouldn't be coming back to school in any great numbers, um, it kind of hit home to me that we have to do something now.
0: Because this is something that we've never kind of like... We we hadn't thought about up until... Up no, we're
1: forward thinking as a school, we love to try new things. And, you know, through the Holy Rosary TV, we've had the engagement's been incredible. We've had 16,000 views of the content that we've put up now. Shameless um, plug. Yeah. Holy Rosary TV. Share, like, subscribe. Um, so, so you know, we're used to thinking um, outside the box. And, and actually, before the lockdown, um, the staff will remember that my... Uh, endorsed way of teaching and learning throughout the lockdown was going to be live mm. learning uh, what we quickly found was that that was going to be, um, there were barriers to that so um, staff were still having to work and have continued to work throughout the whole of the the, um, the school closures um, and th- we put out a survey that told us that there were going to be barriers with regard to the internet and data and devices Um, So we've had time to kind of overcome a lot of those barriers now and so I put these questions out so what does the offer of a live experience look like for pupils, who is it offered to, Uh, are you primary or secondary, how many classes do you have per year group and then just asking people to interact and share so that was the first thing I did. On Twitter, we got about thirty replies to that. Lots of um, lots of interaction. It seemed
0: like everybody was kind of like. That. Lots of people had different opinions or different views. Even if they were doing it, it was like there were so many different ways that people were.
1: Well, they did, and this is this came out in the second uh, tweet. So after this conversation that I had throughout Saturday, I wanted to know the difference between those that were offering a live experience and those that weren't offering uh, any form of live experience. So I put out a poll. And I was expecting to get a few hundred people um, uh, commenting or, or, or uh, voting on the poll, um, and actually six thousand incredible voted. scenes. Yeah, and and basically it told us that sixty um, percent to forty percent weren't offering a live experience. So sixty percent uh, said no, and forty percent said yes. We are offering some form of live experience. That surprise you. It. Did surprise me yeah it did surprise me that that um, proportion were offering a live experience so through the conversations that um, we were having on twitter and through dms that have been sent to me it's clear there's a disparity between the independent sector and the state sector Um, uh, but but what also surprised me was the innovation and the way that people have overcome the barriers uh, and uh, thought around the so one of my key barriers uh, was safeguarding uh, and the way that schools have adapted and uh, strengthened their safeguarding practices through offering a live experience I think is is quite remarkable. Um, so it, it, in terms of safeguarding now that's turned it into a bit of a positive for yeah, me in yeah. terms of having that live experience. So I p-
0: think people have a different kind of like a view on what live experience is. I think if you're not in school um and you you're not a teacher, you're you're assuming that a live experience is a teacher standing at the front of class, teaching a maths lesson via Zoom. Yeah, I, I think, think that's your right. Well, that that's what a live experience is.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think um, it, I think um, what can be misunderstood is the uh, the complexity of actually putting something like a live experience in place because you you know you know me <laughs> <laughs> and when we implement something and when i li- when i do something i don't want it just to happen it, it needs to it's be, gotta be it's got to be done on. in a, in a way that is measured thought out um and has looked at um, the issue from every angle that's
0: why it took us 2 weeks to get the youtube channel out absolutely because it could it like really honestly we could have banged it out the the first week that we yeah we we did yeah we did lockdown but we took time to think about the quality
1: of what we were putting out and and to think about how it would engage people so in terms of that live experience when when we offer that that live experience i need to make sure that the pupils the families the staff are safe i need to think about staff um, uh, technology and whether they've whether If they turn on their webcam, it's going to actually work, whether they're at home or in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to think about um, staff workload to make sure that it's manageable for them and pupil workload. You know, this won't replace the universal offer that we've already got in no, place. No, because that's, that's always that's going to be there. To that's everybody. the whole point of it and being a universal offer. Absolutely. And we know that some children due to um, time or whether they're going to be in or out or whether they've got a device or uh, or whatnot are probably not going to and, and we've already spoken to parents and some of them won't be taking part in the live experience so 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 that universal offer is really important uh, but then this is kind of just another layer of that uh, care that we're giving to giving to the families there was another issue that kind of came from it as well so as well as the disparity between the independent sector and the state sector what was also very interesting was people's view of what live was so for some people live was full day of teaching five days a week yeah absolutely what 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 i found out in from those conversations is really there's very few children in school and that staff aren't having to work within bubbles yeah yeah. regularly or at all then there were the live experience where it was a couple of times a week maybe um, an hour or two um, per week and staff were either checking in or uh, doing uh, teaching sessions or kind of doing a celebration of pupils learning from what they were uploading to kind of pupil portfolios yeah yeah yeah. class dojo and then there were the um, the schools who kind of said that, well, live for us is a pre-recorded, pre-recorded yeah. teaching session, upload it to Class Dojo um, and um, do that a few times a week.
0: And then you can access that whenever you want. You literally don't have to be at your computer at 10 a.m. in the morning to, yes. to access that live lesson.
1: A little bit like... Uh, holy rosary tv subscribe like share where you can well, just catch up with it up you with don't it you don't have to watch it at, um, no. at, at, at
0: the set time no definitely not <laughs> um i think now would be a good time for a song i think it would as well we've had some serious chat that serious chat <laughs> it's nice to start off with a little bit of a serious chat yeah let's move on yeah definitely definitely <laughs> this is a uh, dorothy ella she was a guest on on the news she did really well to be fair she was fantastic, yeah. and the great that she was a pr- uh, former Holy Rosary student. Yeah, she'd been doing something good for the community. Lives on Alexandra Road. So, just explain what she was doing, Tom. So because she, people won't have watched Holy Rosary. She, yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't watch that episode, go back and watch it. Episode two, that one is. Uh, Dorothy has been putting on gigs with a friend of hers, Anna, who lives across the road, um, and what they've been doing, kind of every Saturday, is. Coming out, half past three or four o'clock, whenever it is, and setting up a little PA and just smashing out songs for the neighbourhood. Phenomenal! And the neighbourhood have really grasped it. So the whole street—well, maybe not the whole street, but a lot of the street now—kind of come out and they've got fancy dress going on. And you know, it's absolutely brilliant. It's she's done a wicked job of bringing the community together. So this is uh, Dorothy Ella's new song, and it's called Two
2: Weights. I stop giving my all, I'm not running after you Cause it works it two ways, honey And I'm not getting anything back Woo! Wonder why I don't call, don't give my time for you Well, it works it two ways but
0: Is we'll chuck Dorothy Ella's information into the um, into the links at the bottom of of the the podcast. That makes absolute sense. And you can check her out on all of her socials. And do yeah, definitely. Because she's great. Yeah, that song was fantastic. Have you been out, out this week? Now that shops have opened, did you queue at Primark? No, I didn't. You when uh, you got a serious face on then, like
1: what you can't with kids. Well, I. I can't with three kids... I'm talking about them again. Uh, I can't with three kids of six, four, and two when Elise is at work. Right. Um, would I want to? I mean,
0: I'd love a new pair of jeans. Would you? From Primark? Yes. Good. But I'll wear Primark jeans. I've got, absolutely. No problem. I've got no problem with Primark. Absolutely. And I
1: think this is what... When I looked at those queues, the queues of a mile long outside Sports Direct and Primark, kind of initially you could think... Gosh, what's happening in the
0: world? Yeah, this is what this is what I was thinking. There was a lot of people on social media sharing the kind of memes that are like, Oh, as if you need to queue for three hours to get a pair of yeah. you know, leggings.
1: But actually, um when people have been locked down for this amount of time, when they're fit and well, you know, the line was staggered. There it's were all seemed, measures in yeah. there were measures in place for um for social distancing in the shop and shops have to be COVID secure. I think people are craving for some form of normality. And w- and where I'm p- where I'm potentially not craving for some forms of normality like going shopping, um I think I, I think some are and I think that's Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. We like Lily knew that she wasn't going to go to McDonalds on yeah. the on the on the opening kind of day. But on Monday... Is that because she can't drive? Yeah, if she... Genuinely... <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, if she could have drove, she would have She would have been one of those that had just sat in the queue for like five hours. Yeah. But wh- like what else has she got to do? It's not like she's studying for A-levels or anything, is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm sure she would have... She is studying for A-levels, that's the joke. She, w- <laughs> she would have spent the day queuing. And like, yeah. fair enough. Like, if that's what you want to do with your time, if you're that desperate for a Mac is... With it, your... Ages and ages of time. Yeah, but, but you have. I know. Whoa, <laughs> when you're 17. Um, but on Monday, she came downstairs and she said, i got a really fancy McDonald's. Shall we go? Mm. And then Sally was like, yeah, come on then, let's go. And What time did you go? Like tea time-ish. Thank yeah. you? Uh, no, no. So we went at about, she, well, they went at about five o'clock. Evie got dressed up. Evie actually got dressed, so she got out of a dressing gown. Put a bit of slap on her face. Was
1: it in a like full like usual McDonald's wear? Yeah, so yeah.
0: so tracksuit, chavy, crop top. Yeah. <laughs> Too much makeup, eyebrows, all that jazz. Okay. Um and then you know what I saw. I don't know whether I was proud. I'm a vegetarian, so like there was a bit of me that wasn't proud. But there was a bit of me that was proud. Lily smashed down twenty chicken nuggets. Like, so her meal, do you know when (laughs) you'd go for a a McDonald's meal and you have, like, fries and your burger or your nuggets? Like, in my day, it was fries, six chicken nuggets, and a drink. Simple. Keep it simple. Lily had fries, 20 chicken nuggets, Mm. and a drink, and she smashed down 20 chicken nuggets. Although she did say, but I haven't eaten them all. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she had 19. (laughs) How'd you eat 19 chicken nuggets? Well, that's Lily. Well, I don't know, she's crazy. The girl is crazy. That's impressive. Is it impressive? That's the thing. That's what I was asking myself. Like I didn't know whether it was impressive whether I was like, I'm so proud of you, daughter. I
1: think, I think it's impressive if you're having a chicken nugget eating competition.
0: So, before we recorded the first bit and then deleted it, you were going to tell me about you going on a walk. Well, you were saying that it's a real challenge yeah. To get that's, the girls that's to get out the house. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to go, man. I don't want to keep on talking about the kids, but... Oh, no, I love my kids. They are a big kids. part of our lives, Tom. <laughs> they are, yeah. One would say the most important part of our lives. If that was true, I wouldn't be here at 7 o'clock in the morning with you <laughs> recording a podcast.
1: Well, my kids are, Tom. So I, oh. I do, I do things that... You know, if I said to my kids, do you want to go on a walk? They would have exactly the same response. They as, don't want to go. Of course not. No, it's why would leave the house? Dull. We've got all these toys here. However, if you tell them we're going to Crystal
2: Wood. Mm. So I told
1: them a story when we were in Crystal Wood the first time. Um, and obviously had to make the story up on the spot. And uh, I told them that we that we would be able to find crystals in Crystal Wood. And then when we didn't find any crystals, they wanted to know,
0: Daddy, why? Why can't we find any crystals?
1: Did you lie to them? No, Tom. I you did, didn't you? No, know Tom. It's called Make Believe. Uh, so I told them the story about how crystals appear in Crystal Wood. And crystals appear in Crystal Wood on the first day of the summer, after the first rain of the first day of the summer, okay. after the first sunny day after the first rain of the first day of summer. Okay, I was so trying to buy myself some time in yeah. case, because it was close to the first day of summer, and I was trying to buy myself some time just in case it was it rained and was sunny in the same day. Yeah, an
0: intelligent kid would have said, but, but Daddy, we've had summer solstice, therefore we... Well, this was prior to summer solstice. Oh,
1: right. About a day prior to summer <laughs> solstice. Anyway, luckily, for the first, second, third of... 4th of June, it rained. It <laughs> said so there was no sunny day after Amazing. the first rain Obviously. Of, the, of, the, of the first day of the summer. But then it was sunny and I hadn't ordered any crystals. Uh, were you going to order crystals? Um, I had this idea <laughs> in my head and my ideas are brilliant. I'm like, I'm up there. My ideas are huge. But then implementing some ideas are a little bit of a challenge. You know, Elise is the one who, she she's the yeah, one who drives yeah. it through. She's amazing. So she was listening to the story thinking. Oh,
0: my god, I'm going to have to order crystals to order off crystals. Amazon. Or,
1: or, what happened? After the first sunny day, after the first rain, after the first day of the summer, I'm going to have to look around the house and give Tim something that resembles crystals. Uh, because they remembered. They were like, yeah, of course they remembered. Daddy's been sunny. Daddy's been sunny. I know. I didn't think this one through. But then we went after did you find crystals first, i'm i'm excited when, when would i find the crystals tom i don't
0: know well after the first uh, yeah obviously sunny after day. the first oh, yeah. sunny day of the yeah, so we first went, rain we went
1: after the first sunny day and um they found the Did they? oh man it was magical
0: isn't it weird how kids have a um and we're gonna say now this is a podcast uh, particularly kind of like aimed at, at adults Yeah, but we're not going to say anything too risqué. No, no, we're definitely not going to say anything too risqué, apart from what I'm going to say now. So if there are any children that you have got that are listening now, this is your time to stop the podcast, to pause it, to listen on your own, and then if you want the children to listen to it afterwards, then that's fine. This is your opportunity. Okay, everyone done that? Isn't it strange how kids how you can tell children all these stories like Santa and the Tooth Fairy and crystals and crystal woods and stuff like that. But then as they grow up, like they don't end up resenting you for this. Like My kids don't look at me going, I can't believe you told me that Santa was real and the Tooth Fairy was real. Because there's going to come a time you know, where Lila's going to come and say, that was like a load of rubbish about those crystals in that wood, wasn't it? And you're going to have to go, yeah. Or they just won't ever say anything. Tom?
1: Lila still asks me if I was actually an elf who worked for Santa.
0: You're small enough to be
1: an elf. This is a believable story. I've also got very pointy ears. I was trying to look at your ears. Since since shaving my hair off, gosh, the ears, they are, you know, you can see those pointy ears. Um, But yeah, so I still get asked at the age of six what life was like as an elf.
0: I remember Lily... Um, I'm not six no no, no. I remember Lily googling Sally went on her phone once and she looked at the kind of like you know when you hit your search bar and the last search comes up and it said is the tooth fairy real and obviously Lily had had her phone and she googled it I thought I'm so proud like that's really smart I think she was like seven or eight at the mm. time and I was like that's just her way of learning She she wasn't brave enough to kind of ask us the truth but she was smart enough to kind of would go Would you have told her at seven? Yeah. yeah, 100%. We mm. always said that if the kids asked outright a question, that we wouldn't lie to them. So as soon as they kind of said, you know, is Santa real? We would tell them the truth, mm. you know. Um, but luckily, apart from that one thing about the tooth fairy, they've never asked. So now at the age of 17, we just tell them that Santa's still real. Brilliant. <laughs> can parents let their children <laughs> Yeah, now that? you can come back. You can come back. Let's quickly talk about the Strava group before we go because I think that's really important. Like this has been a really wicked thing for me since it it started because I'm um we we trying not to swear on the show and now the kids are back definitely not. But I'm a I'm a real Strava idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what a Strava idiot is, Tom. Like I love Strava. Like, as a social media platform, mm. I... It's your favourite, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of... Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's because I'm vain or, or what, but I love getting likes and I love getting kudos and I love people commenting on my pictures. And it gives me a real sense of, like, ah, oh, that's wicked that other people are enjoying what I'm doing. Like, I'm certainly not the fastest runner in the world and I'm not going the furthest distance in the world. Mm. I take pretty good pictures. That's my... That's my mm-hmm. thing. I think that's what's attracted a lot of my followers mm. to my Strava is that I take quite good pictures. And people, runners love that, don't they?
1: Well, I think there's, and there's also that element of what exercise brings to a person. And, you know, my, um, Elise's dad um, is, is a retired GP. Uh, and and he literally always says, every day. No, he doesn't. Uh, but he, he says, if you could kind of put what, Exercise or sport or running brings into a pill. Yeah, if you could put it into a pill and take it, the 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 benefits of that, you know, on your mental health, on your physical health, um, on your emotional health, it, it's um, it has such a positive benefit on you know a whole raft of of things related to your uh, well-being. And I think you know when you look at a social media platform like Strava. You've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are doing exercise that releases the endorphins and the vast majority um, want to celebrate that and share that with others and also celebrate others as it's well. It's the
0: most positive social media platform I've ever encountered. Yeah. I can't say in the world I've not, you know, but certainly that I've encountered. Mm. There is absolutely no negativity on Strava. Uh, that's apart from not true. Apart from? Apart from people that cheat. <laughs> I
1: think, okay, so there may be some people who cheat, but also I think there's a little caveat to that in that some do it unintentionally. They leave their Strava on when they're going for a drive.
0: Yeah, but this guy hadn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is the guy. So to tell the story, we were gonna talk we will talk about the, the Strava group before we go, but let's get into this then. So you messaged me um like one Saturday morning. I think it was either Friday night yeah. or Saturday morning. I and
1: was I was king of the mountains so you on be, Bearwood you, Hill. Uh, yes.
0: So anybody that knows our local area knows that there's a hill in Winsor called Bearwood Hill and the school is is kind of somewhere at the top of Bearwood Hill if you take another right turn. Um so every time that we run from school which we do quite often, certainly did before pre-closures yeah, Um we we ran up Bearwood Hill. It was our little challenge at the end of our run. It was. And you got the the king of the hill which to explain if you're not used to using Strava, there's like a little league tables for certain segments of the roads around the whole of the UK, around the world, I Mm. assume. So, Bearwood Hill is its own segment. You absolutely smashed it up there. I did.
1: Only only by about 30 seconds.
0: Uh, Well, yeah, your your time was like a minute and 40-something or something like that, wasn't it? So, but you absolutely smashed it up there. And uh, so, you messaged me and said, I've been knocked off. Now, normally, we wouldn't be bothered. No, 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 no. If it was a couple of seconds, I'd be like...
1: Let's go out again and let's challenge ourselves and let's knock a few more seconds off the
0: Bearwood Hill segment. But it wasn't. It was significant. So bearing in mind that you're a fast runner, you are a decent runner, and you did Bearwood Hill, the segment, in in about a minute and 40. This guy did it in, like, less than 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, it was quite quick. (coughs) So so I messaged my parkrun group. So I've got a few, <laughs> a few decent friends in in my part run group. So a couple of teachers from here, and you know a couple of other people, and um, they were on it like straight away. They were like wow. looking at this guy, and we we realised that he was driving from his house late at night. So every run that he had was ridiculously fast, and as an I mean record breakingly fast. As in, he was beating the world record for a mile by, by you know, by half a minute. Or he might
1: said. just be... No.
0: Okay. Okay. So we realised that when he was driving a mile and a half, or when he was running, you can't see my air quotes there, but <laughs> when he was running a mile and a half in about like 60 seconds, that maybe he wasn't necessarily telling the truth. I did the right thing. I reported him to Strava. You did? Now, Bob, my friend, necessarily didn't do the right thing. So he just started liking his runs. <laughs> <laughs> so he just <laughs> went on and gave him kudos for everyone and then started commenting on his runs. And did, uh, did he do that because he was actually impressed with his running? No, just oh. to be really sarcastic. So I put on one of his things like, this can't be a run. And then Bob put underneath it Of course it's just of course it's a run. <laughs> Miller, you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> That's amazing. And then but within the day, we think either this guy had caught on to the fact that we'd caught on to him. Or Strava had caught on to the fact because he ended up deleting all of his runs. Oh really? Apart apart from his real he had one real run on there where he was doing a mile in the the right a good average time. Brilliant. So <laughs> you ended up back on the, the top of the hill. On my yeah. back. My back is leader. Now, <laughs> that's not a plug
1: t- for people to go out and challenge me. Please let me just enjoy that.
0: King of the mountains. For, hill. A, for a little. From the bottom of Bearwood Hill Great. to the top of the green, Brilliant. the electric box thing, isn't Brilliant. it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go and see if you can smash Brogan's so record. So
1: at least two people, because we'll probably listen this to this back, are going to go and challenge <laughs> that now. Yeah. Yeah, great. Good. So Strava is very good, a force for good. Yeah, and, and even if you're not, even if you're not massively into your running, and you just go out every so often, it's still a really positive. Yeah, experience, definitely. You know, definitely. and because sometimes I think, um you know, I, I see lots of people going and doing Couch to 5K, which I think that's how you started. Yeah, running, it wasn't was. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is such a positive thing. Um, and some people like to do those kind of things alone, but to receive kind of positive feedback yeah, from yeah. A ch- challenging yourself, but also hearing that from other people is really motivational. Yeah, like Even with the running street that I've done, I, there's been days where I thought I've, I've got back from work late <laughs> and I haven't been for a run and I'm just... I just want to sit down.
0: Well, I talked to you last week, didn't I, about whether it was like if there was, if there was ever any negative impact on your mental health for the fact of having to go. I've got to go and run tonight to mm-hmm. keep the streak up. Mm-hmm. And you said like there was times where you didn't really want to run, but it wasn't that kind of like. No, you
1: know? it was just really. I've, I'm. I feel a bit tired. My body feels yeah, a bit tired. Yeah. So so I you know you you get your stuff on. Yeah crudge out the door. Yeah. yeah. Lee's <laughs> and she says, get positive, you're gonna love it. And then obviously, yeah, obviously get out there, first mile a bit of a killer and then you're into you know, it.
0: Have a few, have a couple of miles and just clear the head. Yeah. And, so uh, I wanna I wanna promote two two groups on Strava really. Yeah. Our group, so that's the get the name right for me. Oh gosh. The running educator it's a long name and really selective. It's like you can only <laughs> join this group <laughs> if you're a runner in education and on Twitter <laughs> like it's really selective i'm surprised no, 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 i'm no. surprised it's got as many people well, no, you, on it you as misunderstood possible
1: then you misunderstood because <laughs> actually the twitterers is the is <clears throat> the least important thing the educators is well no, the running bit the, I guess so the, the running most bit important. is the mo- so it's running educators and twitterers so obviously you have to be A runner. You have to run you have to be running in some form that could be Ten seconds or lots of hours. Yeah, yeah. Um then you have to be in education. Yeah. So but you, there's an argument, Tom, that we're all educators. Oh. And then um it, um it it was kind of originally the runners who I was seeing on Twitter.
0: And um, that has kind of yeah, where we gained we've, we've how many people are on that?
1: Sixty-two people in our group now. See that's wicked, because we started off with like <laughs> me, and me. and you, you yeah. <laughs> and and Marie Deitch. <laughs> So, yeah, so now 62 runners. I think that's good. Yeah, definitely. You know, a, a couple of hundred activities a week. I mean, this week alone, we've done 326 miles um, b- between those 62. And then and
0: the, the other course. one that I'm going to promote is you've just become affiliated. Yes. Officially have, affiliated. Yeah, with Athletics England. With Athletics England in your club. Goat running club. Yeah. So I joined Lonely Goats. Uh, maybe kind of like a year and a half ago, when I when I came back to running kind of seriously, I stumbled upon this group that had it's only had a couple of hundred members at the time. I think uh, maybe actually a few more than that, and uh, maybe maybe just over a thousand members or something like that. But it was relatively new, hmm. a new group, um, and it was amazing. Yeah, like and who was the, uh, just explain who the group was? For. <laughs> so, uh, the the chief goat, the guy that set it up, is a guy called uh, Andy Leggett. I don't know whether that's That's his real name. That's very good. I don't know. That had never crossed my mind. I don't know whether it's his real name. So anyway, um, so he set this group, I think that's his name anyway, I hope I've got that right. Sorry if I didn't. Um, But he set this group up for people that wanted to join a running club but didn't have time to join a running club in the sense of, you know, um, the the Washland Women is a big running club around here. Obviously Mm. we couldn't join that, but women. But, you know, who didn't have time, who went just went out on their own, but wanted that um, support network of having a running club surrounding them. Yeah. So it's all, all based online. So the Facebook chat group is huge. And about nine months ago, they had an article in Runner's World. Okay. And... It just exploded. Mm. So from there, they've, we've now got thousands and mm. thousands of members. So I think I told you about Lonely Goats a while ago, yeah. and I don't know whether you were f- you not fully committed to start off with, were you?
1: Well, it's been a challenging couple of years, Tom. And so I used to be um, a part of the belper Harriers mm-hmm. running club, um, my, where I, where I live, and they were they were fantastic and still are fantastic. Uh the the runs on a Tuesday night, but there were there were some nights that I wasn't getting home until very late. Then I had a car accident and yeah. um and um I wasn't able to run because of the injury to my back. Um and and so having got back into running just every now and then, um that encouragement from Strava was good. Seeing you um on um, as a member of lonely goat was um kind of made me interested in looking into it and I, lo- I love the values and ethos of the group yeah, i love brilliant. the fact that it's there for people who aren't necessarily able to attend a running club but do want that support from from others and so yeah so how much of
0: um, the watch question encouraged you because we when you were looking to buy a new garment because you were um you were you had your iWatch, didn't you? Was that the one that you were I using? Watched then Fitbit. I watched and then Fitbit. Yeah. and then I was trying to encourage you to get a Garmin because I've got a Garmin, and I'm like a. B- and then we had a little bit of a debate about it, and then we chucked a question on the the Facebook mm. group, didn't we? Mm. I can't remember. It was about heart rates, wasn't it? About was it that one? It was one anyway, and we just got so many responses from that. Yeah. From and that one question, didn't we?
1: Absolutely. So you know that feedback mechanism. You couldn't you couldn't get that from, you couldn't even get that from a group where you go and attend with lots of people. No. Nice. So so getting that feedback mechanism was uh kind of amazing. And so yeah, that was that was quite inspiring. So made me look more kind of th- the great thing is on the website they said you don't need to become affiliated. No, I'm not affiliated. No, if you want to be a lonely goat, you go for it. You call yourself a lonely goat and you run for us and you run with us. Um join the herd.
0: Join the herd. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so there's a few different kind of like what color did you go for? Yellow. Yellow, yeah, so um, and then mer- merchandise is fantastic. Yeah,
1: wicked. I, do you know, I'm as I get older, I'm becoming more and more partial to the color yellow. <laughs> I just think it's really positive color. And do you know, my father in law loves yellow, he's always had yellow cars, right? So he's got a yellow golf at the moment, really. And he had a, you know, one Christmas he was bought a yellow mini, and um. And so yeah, so and I don't know. Maybe I'm turning into my father-in-law. Maybe, He's a maybe. Great man. I, I my dad, g- my dad's also a great man. Yeah, but, <laughs> just <know>. throwing that <laughs> out
0: there. I went green because of the camper van penny. So I've got, a, I've got a green camper van. Mm. That's why I went, went, went mm. green. So I'm a, I'm, a green goat. So there's loads of banter about these colours, mm. more so on Facebook about you know what your colour what, says about what you. colour is and stuff like that. So
1: yeah. I bought some merchandise. It's wicked, isn't it? And. Yesterday, I christened my running vest. Nice. It was a Have lovely sunny it? day.
0: Oh, I was going to ask you if you got yeah, it today, yeah. but now you've either got to admit that you've got it and you're wearing the same running top. Oh, man, you are going to get all the smells today. Okay, yeah, I bought it today. Yeah, yeah, I've got mine today. I thought we could take a selfie. In lonely Goat things. So, yeah, big shout out to Lonely Goat and um, Strava, Strava in general. And if you are a runner
1: and you are, one, a runner, <sighs> two, well... All parents are educators at the moment. Aren't so they?
0: are you now saying that anybody can join this running group? Tom, I think we need to think big
1: and broad. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to think if you want to be a part of our group, then you are most welcome. Okay, I'm gonna invite Bob. Sounds good. He's like my main running partner. Um and if you think about your reflection the other week in the staff briefing. Yeah. That came from Bob. It did, yeah. He Bob, taught you something. Oh, my gosh, Therefore, he did. educator. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: there you go. Yeah, like, Bob's my main running guy. Like, I would say it would... I think if you were closer, I think we would run more often. Hmm. But because you live so far away and you won't move to Winslow, like... Who I Who says I won't? Oh, gosh, if you ever... if you
1: <gasps> That's the rumour. No, there's no rumour.
0: That's the rumour. Start the rumour. If there were... If we were allowed parents more parents at the school gates, that would be the new rumour. I'd start it.
1: Okay, of course you would.
0: Yeah, Brogan's moving to Wintle.
1: So, Tom, talk to us about what's going to be happening in future weeks then, because we've rambled.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then subscribe to whatever um, wherever we put it. I'm going to put it on SoundCloud, I think. We'll start a SoundCloud thing and it will go on SoundCloud. Okay. I think that's the easiest thing to do. All right. Um, and then I think we're going to do this any time we can be bothered. Wow. I think that's the general gist. So maybe don't expect one every week. But if you do get one every week, then you are blessed <laughs> <laughs> with hearing us ramble. But also what we want you to do is I might set up an email address specifically for the podcast. Um. Because I think it would be interesting to get people's opinions. And if if people do listen to it, then we want to know, like, what do you want to hear us talk about? Is there questions that you think that we could answer? Is there stuff that you want to know about us? Is there stuff, you know, you can send us songs and we might play a couple of songs in Mm. between, you know, all that kind of jazz. So I might set up an email address. Um, Other than that, you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Holy Rosary TV, that's where you can get all of the fun stuff. And we might even start filming this and then chucking it on the... It depends. Yeah. I think that's the that's the thing, isn't it? Absolutely. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Thank definitely. you for being part of the conversation. And um,
1: we'll speak to you soon.
0: Maybe even next week, but don't expect it. But if you do, it's a treat. Always a treat. But don't expect it.